You're listening to the Inglewood College Podcast. Inglewood College is a ministry of Inglewood Baptist Church in Jackson, Tennessee. We believe that just because this season is temporary doesn't mean it can't be deeply transformative. Love God. Love people. Serve the world. Hey, Inglewood College people and other friends who may be listening today. I'm so glad you've joined us to hear how God desires to give us peace of mind. This is episode five of the series that's called exactly that, Peace of Mind. And I hope this episode points you to where that can actually be found. Today, we're going to open up God's Word to Matthew 6, 25 through 34. And I'm going to read that for us. So starting in verse 25 of Matthew 6, it says, Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you'll eat or what you'll drink, nor about your body, what you'll put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. This is one of those classic texts we go to when we talk about worry. Um, But in studying this, I couldn't help but notice how it starts with the word, therefore, which points us back to the previous passage. And when you go to the previous passage, you see things like, you know, Jesus is saying things like not laying up treasures on uh, earth where they can be destroyed or lost or stolen, but store up treasure in heaven instead. And he says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And he finishes up that section with this thought of you can't serve two masters. You can't serve God and material things. And then we have our passage. So it's like Jesus is telling us uh, not to try to serve God and the things of the world. And then he follows that up with, so don't worry about these material things. Don't worry about what you'll eat or what you'll drink or what you'll wear. And to me, it feels like he's saying worrying about these things, it's like that lines up with trying to have another master besides God. And I'm not really in the camp that says that all worry is sin. But I do think when worries come up in our hearts and minds that there's at least a temptation to sin. These anxieties and worries that come to mind are drawing us out, trying to get us to bow down or serve another master other than God. In a way, whatever it is that we're worrying about can get elevated to the place of God in our lives so that our life centers around that. Our thoughts and emotions and desires, they focus themselves around whatever that is that we're concerned about And often we lose sight of God in that. And actually, the Greek word behind our English word, anxiety, could be taken literally to mean being pulled into parts. And that's what our worries do. We want to trust God with everything, but then there's this potential distrust of God that he won't take care of us or protect us or provide for us in some whatever area of concern it is that we have. And we're pulled in these different directions. So how do we respond when worries come up? 
when something that isn't God begins to draw out our focus and attention to itself, and in some way, even potentially our worship. Well, for one, we got to remind ourselves of the truth that Jesus shares with us here in this text. He starts out by talking about how there's more to life than the material or the temporal things. Whatever it is that you're worried about, there is more to life than that. God knows how to provide what we need in every area, both the temporal and the eternal, both the physical and the emotional needs that we have, and the desires that we feel and the things that we would desire if we could get below the surface of those voices that speak the loudest to us and understand what it is that we really want. He knows how to provide all those things. And God values you as his own creation, made in his image. He says he cares for the birds and he provides for the plants, but how much more you who are made in his image, a human being intricately knit together in your mother's womb and full of purpose for all of your days, as Psalm 139 tells us. And we also see that he is able, he's aware, and he cares as a father. So whatever it is that you're worried about, whether that's a desired future or the potential of losing something that you already have, whether it's about a relationship that you want or about uh, your or somebody else's health, it could be about something that I've not even come close to yet. Uh, God knows about those things. He knows about your worries about those things. He knows how to provide those things, and he cares. The things that you're concerned about have not escaped his notice. He is able to give you everything you need and desires to do so as a good father. It doesn't mean that he's always going to work things out exactly as you would hope. If he doesn't give you what you need or what you believe you need, you can trust that he's providing for a need or working out a purpose for you or in you that you may be totally unaware of at the time. God doesn't hold out on you just to watch you suffer. You know, if you belong to him through Jesus Christ, I assure you that any lack that you feel or suffering you experience is working together for some good that he has purposed. So hear me out. You can leave it all in his hands. You can trust the future to him. Jesus said that all these things we may worry about, you know, that's, those are the things that unbelievers are concerned with. They've got no knowledge of God. They don't believe in him. They don't really have anything else to hope for or hope in other than the stuff of this world. Let's not act like we're in the same boat. So what do we do in response? I mean, think about it. What are you prone to worry about? And then what's behind that? What desires might be behind that in you that cause you to worry about that specific thing? What desire or need are you elevating to the level of God in your life when you worry? And bring that, whatever it is, to the Lord. You know, Jesus in this passage, he says to seek him. Verse 33 words it as seeking his kingdom and his righteousness. And honestly, that looks like pursuing him. Pursuing the one who made us when he came to save us and has a plan for us, it means to look to Jesus. Jesus is saying this, but really what he's saying is he's saying, look to me. You know, it's no coincidence that in Scripture we see Jesus providing the things listed here for us in himself. You know, not only the physical things, but the things that are really behind it, the desires that are really behind these things. He said, I am the bread of life. He said, I am the living water. And the scripture tells us that when we put our faith in Jesus, we are clothed anew and clothed with his righteousness. So he's providing these things. He's providing providing a, a spiritual need 
as well as the physical needs for us. He knows everything that we need and he is providing these things. He is these things so we can look to him. And so there's no need to continue in the worries and the anxieties that present themselves to your mind. You know, verse 27 says that nothing at all is added to you by worrying. It does you no good. There's no help in worrying about what could be or what might happen. You know, God is outside of time. He sees what will be just the same as he sees what is. Nothing is beyond him in his understanding. And so live this day in faith, knowing that there's enough in front of us to do today in seeking his kingdom and his righteousness that we don't, we don't need to be concerned with what's coming tomorrow. You know, that's not to say that we never plan for our future. It's only to say that we never set our heart and our hope on what tomorrow might hold. Instead, our hope is in Jesus alone, and we walk with him day to day. That whatever tomorrow holds, it won't be surprising to him. He will have purposes in those things. And I don't want you to think that I'm preaching this to you as if this isn't hitting me hard too. Because I'm right there with you. I need this reminder all the time. I have random worries that come to my mind all the time. And I have to combat these things with the truth. I have to go back and remind myself of these exact things. I'll probably go back and listen to this episode myself when I need to remember the truth. These words that we read from Scripture came from the mouth of God himself in Jesus. So we ought to take it to heart that he knows everything we need. He knows that life goes beyond just the material. He doesn't want us serving some other master. He wants us to know that he is in control. He wants us to live for him. He knows what he's doing. So we ought to seek him and find that he satisfies every need. And even if you may struggle to recognize his provision in the moment, he is working out some purpose in you through whatever it is that you're facing. And we can trust him in that because he is a God who knows. He's a God who sees. He's the God that holds tomorrow so we can leave tomorrow in his hands. And as we wrap up this episode, let me remind you of our theme verse for the series, Isaiah 26, 3. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. All right, we'll talk to you all again soon. Grace and peace.